Moss. And I'm AJ Fenny. And this is Hippie Not Hippie. Welcome to episode eight of Hippie Not Hippie. Yeah. Man, it is good to be back. We had a fucking catastrophe last time. But before we get into that, uh, yeah, what all do you have coming up this week, AJ? This week, um, when this releases, on January 13th, 14th, I'm going to be headlining Looney's Comedy Corner in Colorado Springs. I've been at the club several times, but this is the first time. I'm going to be down there headlining. I would love it if uh, we could get some hippie, not hippie listeners to come by. Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, if you stop by the merch booth and say, hey, I heard you on the podcast and I love the episode, uh, I'll give you a little something extra. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know if they want that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And also uh, on January 18th, I'm headlining Comedy Works South in Greenwood Village. So yeah, no, I, uh, I've got, uh, the Alamo on the 11th and the 25th. And then, uh, I will also be a tilt pinball on the 13th and up in Greeley, uh, on the 19th at Stella's. So yeah, uh, go to ZachMoss.com, check out those shows, come see me. Uh, That tilt show is a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. This will be my third time doing it. So, so great. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Full effect, uh, Retrograde. Um, oh, God. Last Monday, we're getting ready to record our first episode of the new year. We're having, you know, a good time. We're in the Super zone. We have a lot of, of stories we're ready to share. We sit down to do it, and I'm like, you know what? I need to change my shirt. AKA, blow the day. You had to blow the day. I had to blow the day. I stood up with my headphones on, and I spilled fucking coffee all over our other unit i yeah, guess you call it yeah and, uh, uh, and by unit we don't mean our crotch no i wish i would have spilled coffee on my dick i would have so much rather spilled <laughs> hot coffee just all over my cock than fucking spill it on this goddamn board but yeah. we did and uh we have a replacement that one's dr- drying out so we'll see yeah yeah, it's fuck a me! What a big great old of rice right now. But yeah, no. and you can you can see the video. It is a little cringy to watch, but uh, you can see the panic happen very quickly. Oh yeah, and uh, God that, damn it! I think out of anything, I will say as uh, as depressing as the situation was, um, at least we got the video. All right. Oh shit! God damn it! What the fuck? Yeah, you know, I think it was a good because you're talking about maybe having kids, right? I don't. I. I mean, that was a good test for Papa AJ. Yeah, I mean, I. You know what? Out of all the spirals I've had, I felt like I. I've watched that video several times, and I was like, I handled it well. I went, ah, shit, fuck. Yeah. Ah, dude, 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 dude. Like that's what I did. I didn't go, God damn it, fucking shit, fuck corner. Yeah, I. Thought you did a lot better than I thought you were gonna do. Well, Butrin. Yeah, I was like, whoa, he didn't have a full meltdown. No, so. I think it. I really do think it's the dopamine regulation in my brain from the well beauties. Yeah. Well, but shit happens. Accidents happen. Yeah. What are you gonna do? We're moving on. So, uh, how was your Christmas, AJ? Uh, started off pretty well and uh, got pretty stressful, to be honest with you. I I did. 
have a bit of a meltdown at Christmas. Um, so we went up to Arapahoe. We went to A Basin. Uh, a bunch of people from REI. Uh, this guy Todd that works at the shop sets up this big event. Uh, for, oh, Todd! You know Todd. D O double D. Everybody knows yeah. Todd. Big Todd. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so that's the kind of double D's I like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Todd's. That's my Todd's, favorite set of double D's. <laughs> Todd's double D's. Yeah, dude. That I sounds love, like a wild restaurant. Yeah, dude. I'm into Todd's double D's. Todd's double D's. All right. So. All right. I hope Todd hears this. Uh, but he, so he sets. I up, do too. <laughs> If you're listening, Todd, <laughs> I'm into your double D's. Uh, watch him go. My name is just T-O-D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in court right now changing his name to Todd yeah. with one D. Uh, I just got the one <laughs> Todd one D. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, so we went up to A-Basin, um, and they have a, a thing. I'd never been. It's a big ski mountain. Uh, they got like a beach setup, so we did like pop ups. Uh, a bunch of REI employees came out. They cooked food. It was a big barbecue. Super great. Uh, that part of it was a lot of fun. This is Christmas. Christmas Day. So it's set up so that anyone who works there or friends of of people that can't get home, because there's a lot of people that work at that store that are from other places. Um, so you can still kind no of no shit. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. You, crazy. Crazy. Uh, yeah, so it's basically like an orphan Christmas. If you can't get home to be with your immediate family, then uh, we set this thing up. And it's super fun. At fucking A-Basin, a at ski a resort Basin's. two hours out of town. So don't worry. You still got to fucking travel. You do got to travel. And that's where the first stressor hit. Like, we were going up over Loveland Pass. Do they supply lodging? No, no. You just go up, and yeah. then you drive home. It's just like, hey... You know what? If you're missing your family, spend four hours in a car alone to hang out with the people you work with. Well, <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. I mean, it was it was great. Um, but going up over the pass was rough. I don't know if you've ever been up over Loveland Pass or any of the passes when it's like. Oh yeah, dude! I've done Red Mountain in a fucking blizzard. Dude. Yeah, there was a there was an avalanche like three days after I drove uh, Nancy Norton and I through Red Mountain Pass one time. Dude, it's it gets really scary. Like yeah. I. I've been through a lot of wild rides, but this one, we were up on the pass and it, we had whiteout conditions. There were cars stopped that we were going around. Um, there was a Prius that had no business being up there. And at one point I had to put my sunglasses on to discern the wall and the road. I couldn't tell the difference because it was just pure white. And I was like, if I hit that wall, I know where we're going. Um, so I was white knuckled, stressed out, got to the A base and we set everything up. Everything's fine. Willie, my dog, is just being a dick. Yeah. He's just like trying to go after other dogs. So he had to stay in the car. That's stressing me out. Finally, uh, I get to go on, I did like four runs, um, three greens, and hit my first blue without uh, falling, which was nice. Felt uh, felt good about that. Yeah, you got blown. Got blown. <laughs> Bloon. Balloon, got balloon. Balloon, that's got the balloon. skiing terminology. Green machine, and then I got balloon. But but it was really relaxing to go down and, and kind of do that. So I like how the blue names are like kind of scary, you know, but not too scary. Not like the double diamonds, the double blacks or whatever. Yeah, they're like Widowmaker and yeah. shit, but then the blues are just like cold cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, jagged rock. I'm kidding. I'm terrified of coffee now. Yeah. <laughs> 
hot pot, open top. Like that's the <laughs> No, I I've uh, I've ridden A Basin before. It reminds me of the mountain kind of it's I've heard they've made it a lot bigger. I haven't been Dude, up there in huge. like ten years, but the old A Basin used to remind me of kind of uh, like Terry Peak in South Dakota, which a lot of people don't know this. South Dakota has the highest ski resort east of the Rocky Mountains. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yeah. And the highest peak. Harney Peak in South Dakota is like just over 7,000 feet, but it's higher. It's the highest thing east of the Rockies in, in the U.S. So, Oh, man. Do you ever peak on the uh, on Harney Peak? Uh, yeah. Well, so funny story, man. Uh, <laughs> the last time that I climbed Harney Peak. Yeah. There's a way to get up there, and it's like a two-mile hike. It's not too hard. You park, you hike the two miles, you know, you summit, you come down. It's a four-hour day. Yeah. Right? Send it. So my buddy and I, we go up there, and we decide that we we have like a huge joint that we're going to smoke at the top of Harney Peak. You know, so we climb to the top of Harney Peak, and we smoke this huge joint, and there's like these... uh you know, cute girls up there that are, that we like kind of meet and talk to or whatever. And, uh, we, uh, so they're, but they're, they're already up there. Yeah. They're up there and they're, they're cool. Whatever. We hang out and they're like, cool, we're going to head out and call it a day. And we start walking down and, uh, we realize that we're like high and we're on the wrong <laughs> fucking trail down. Cause there's like a two and a half mile trail that goes to Sylvan Lake, which is, uh, you know, it's a beautiful lake. It's where we had one of the parties for the Black Hills Comedy Festival. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we're like, oh, fuck, we're going to Sylvan. We need to turn around. We turn around. We see those girls. And they're like, hey. And they're like, we're like, oh, we went down the, we started going down the wrong trail. And they're like, oh, you should just walk down with us and we'll give you a ride to your car. Oh, and oh yeah, I wish I was not an idiot, but I'm an idiot. <laughs> We're it's like idiots. the end of Dumb and Dumber. My buddy and I are idiots. We're like, yeah, do you know what we really need to do? We need to act like we're men and be like, no, it's fine. We, what? we, know, we know where the trail is back there. We'll just walk back and take our trail down. What? Oh, yeah. Two girls that were like, hey, let's hang out. Yeah. And you guys, and then I bet you walked down and you're like, man, we should have hung out with those girls. Well, no, this became a decision that we were about to regret for the next 16 hours. Wait. You, so you were on the wrong trail. Is this in the Needles? Yeah, it's Needles Highway. We're, we were parked a few miles down from Sylvan on Needles Highway. But so anyways, we're like, cool, we'll just go back. And we go back. And we're like, oh, here's our trail. We're fucking idiots. Let's go down there. So we start going down this trail and an hour goes by, you know, which is fine. But are you recognizing any landmarks at this point? I mean, I mean, I know you're high. There's not there's not a ton of like landmarks really, but we're smoking more weed walking down the trail. And Is the sun going down yet? So we got there actually at like eight or nine a.m. and we're like, oh cool, you know. Like okay. We're, you what know. type of what what type of year? Like what time of year? Is this in the summer? This is at the end of like it's like mid fall. Basically, it was the last day I think that the park was open. So were you? And, so then, we look and at, it was a Sunday. So is this like sundown at like seven, eight o'clock, well, five? At this point, we're hiking back down, and it's like fucking, you know, two in the afternoon or so. Okay. And we're, you know, just plotting along. And then all of a sudden, we the trail just comes to a creek. And we're like, what the fuck? We didn't have to cross a creek. <laughs> and we see like a we see like a trail on the other side of the creek. We're like, well, the trail 
obviously goes through this creek. Yeah. Right? And we're like, okay, we're on the wrong trail, but we'll just, you know, do what we should have done and just keep going down and then get a ride with someone at the bottom of the trail to the car. So wait, so you're going to go through the creek and keep well, heading down? At this or point, gonna... we've been hiking down this trail for like two hours and like literally about the time we should get to the car, we get yeah. to a creek. So we're like, okay, cool. So we cross the creek and we keep hiking and then we come to another creek. Oh, and no. like, And this trail's like starting to get fucking crazy. Like the first trail, that's like a trail that you go on with a family hike. And all of a sudden this trail's like... There's a trail, but like maybe there's a four foot drop off all of a sudden in the trail and you got to like climb down and then there's creeks and then so we uh. cross another creek and another creek and then the sun, you know, at this point is starting to go down and we've been on this trail for about four hours now and we still aren't out of there and are, we are out of water. Are either of you starting to freak out a little? Like oh, is the anxiety yeah. going Oh up? yeah. Well, and here's the thing. I'm smoking cigarettes the whole time oh, that we're because yeah. I still smoke and I'm just yeah. like fucking smoking and we're out of water and I'm like how I'm like hold how on old? I'm how old we're uh I think we're 17. Okay. We keep going down the trail. It gets dark and at this point we're crossing creeks like and my buddy thank God he had a little LED because we used to go to raves and he, it was like a light that you would dance with oh, at a rave dude. you know on his keychain and he had that and we were using that to keep finding the trails through the creek and shit. Ugh. And uh, this is like, I'm getting uncomfortable hearing. This. Yeah, dude. And the whole time we're like, God damn it. Why the fuck didn't we ride with those girls? Like, we're so fucking stupid. You know, like, what was the point of not going with the girls in- initially? Was it just to be like, we are men? Well, yeah. And we didn't feel like we were that far down the trail. And I think there's something about just like South Dakota where it's like, you don't ask for help if you don't need it kind of thing. Oh, yeah, you that's, know? You that's know? old man mentality. Yeah. You know, yeah. Old, yeah you know, uh, you may I go think, the wrong way, but don't admit failure. I have this theory that like people that, uh, that like settled in the Midwest are like sadists, like that they <laughs> that they like to suffer. Because like yeah, suffering is a virtue in the Midwest, and like yeah. that took me something to learn for a long time. It's like oh, suffering is not a virtue. <laughs> like, uh, you but, know, I think it was you know it, this might upset people in the Midwest, but I think it was the Buddha that said life is suffering, which makes people in yeah. the Midwest the most Buddhist people in the world <laughs> yeah like something i've said to a lot of midwestern men that, that that is registered with them is it's like have you ever been so mad at yourself that you've slept on the floor because you don't feel like you deserve a bed and they're like they're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah good old midwestern mentality but so there's can- there's a i mean i think every outdoor outdoor activity to some extent is a little bit of a suffer fest but anyway, so you're lost, LED light. Yeah, we've been creeks. at this point hiking for like fucking eight hours. It's dark, you know, and uh, we're crossing creeks in the dark and it's getting, you know, a little colder, but we've been hiking for a long time, so we're a little warm. Yeah. And uh, and both too stubborn to admit you might be freaking out. And then finally we come out and we see like a trailhead ahead in a parking lot and we're like, oh, fuck, yeah, we're at the end of this fucking trail. <laughs> You know, yes. You know, this rules, you know. Like oh, we're shit. we made it. We we're made in Montana. It. Dude, we fucking did it. You know? <laughs> so we go and and there's a big board right when we get out with there and there's a map and we're like, fuck yeah, we're gonna be able to find out where we are. And it's like you are here, and we realize, holy shit. Are you on the other side of the mountain? We took well, 
the two and a half mile trail that we took up, we ended up taking like a seven mile expert hiking trail Whoa. down. Holy shit. But are you in the parking lot you wanted to be in? Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> we realized that not, so Needles Highway, yeah. this little stop is a fucking mile and a half or two miles down a gravel road from Needles Highway. <sighs> and we're like out of water at this point and we're like hoping there's zero, no cars in the parking lot. Jesus. So, and, and there's no, you know, I don't even think we had cell phones back. I mean, we had cell phones back then, but there was definitely no service or we didn't, I think they were in the car, you know, cause no service. Why would you even bring the fucking yeah. thing? But now you have to get from that parking lot to where you actually need to be to get well, to the yeah, car, Well, yeah, we look right? at Needles Highway and we're like, oh shit. Once we get to the highway, it's like another six miles or something. Yeah. To, And the landscape out there is fairly aggressive. It's not like there's like uh, street lights. Yeah, so we're like, okay, cool. I guess we'll hike down to the highway and then we'll hitchhike the six miles back to the car Jesus. and we'll be fine. So we walk down this gravel road and at this point we're fucking pretty whooped. Yeah. You know, we haven't eaten, we're pretty spent. And we get down to the highway and we fucking wait there for about 40 minutes and not one car drives by. Whoa. And we start talking and we're like, shit, it's Sunday. It's the last day of the park. And at this point, by the time we get out to the road, I think it's like 11 o'clock at night. And when did this start? Our, when did I think it was like 10, 10 o'clock at night. It was 10 when we hit the road. So let me do this math right, because I know the total hike, like from when we left our car to got back there, we were gone for 17 hours. Jesus. Or no, it was 17 miles that we okay. hiked. I'm not sure when we started, but I know we got out of there at, at 1 a.m. and had covered 17 miles. That's what it is. Fuck. Uh, wow. So, yeah, so we get down the road and we're like, fuck, I guess we got to start walking. And at this point, the dog we're with is like, I'm tired. <laughs> <He's just laughs> I like, didn't know there was a dog. Oh, lady. yeah, he's a Labrador, but he, you know, he can, he can drink. He's drinking water out of these rivers yeah. and creeks like, ha-ha, you idiots. And we're like, we can't drink this water. Yeah, you'll get Jardia. Yeah, we're like, fuck, we can't drink this you shit. You ever had? So the dog's like, look at me. Look uh. at me drinking the water. And like, so we start walking and we're licked. And at this point, it's literally, we walk to the next corner in the road and then we sit down for five minutes, and most of the times I would have a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exhausted. You know what I need? A little bit of this. Well, I'd be like, if I'm going to die you know, yeah. out here. And there was a lot of times like we would be sitting there, and we'd be like, should we just start gathering shit in the middle of the road and start a big fire to see if we can't get them to oh. fucking come? You know, that was that was our oh shit plan was like, we'll just burn this whole forest down, and yeah. they'll come for us. Well, eventually. also, if, you have a, if you've got a fire in the middle of the road, if a car comes, they're going to stop. Yeah, yeah. Well, and literally no cars you know so we just keep doing this like going corner to corner and and fuck man i'm it's the hardest i've ever pushed past my physical limits because i hadn't had water in like you know eight eight to ten hours at that, that or you know i don't know how many hours but i hadn't had water in probably like 12 10 10 11 miles of hiking yeah. once the mouth gets dry and the lips start getting near the point yeah. of splitting you know you're in trouble oh yeah and then you're like fucking still smoking yeah still that, smoking and you know what i'm tough as shit yeah that's right I was smoking cigs that whole time <laughs> but i was like a fucking greek athlete <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember the guy's name there was a there was a famous climber that smoked camels on the wall oh, like yeah. the big wall climbs oh yeah well no and there's a guy in china that i just saw a video of he like runs marathons and smokes cigs while he's like running yeah. the marathon but like the smoking I, in china is crazy like 
My brother's favorite thing to do when he was there is just send me pictures of of people smoking in front of no smoking signs. Yeah. Like on places where you're like, this is like they're on a passenger train yeah. and there's like no, and the guy's just like fucking fuck it. What do you, you know? Yeah. Apparently that's like once in a communist country, you're like, I can't say whatever I want, but fucking, what are you going to do about this smoking? Yeah. All I'm right? smoking in this hospital right now. I still support the regime or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And then we finally made it to the fucking car and, uh, and we, had a gallon of water that we used to fill his camelback earlier and we fucking start Just drinking it. it and I'm like well no and I'm like stop stop because I'd like read books where I like survival stories where I know like if you haven't had water in a long time if you drink it really fast you'll just start vomiting yeah I've like stopped him and stuff and we slowed down and then literally as you're drinking that water a fucking truck drove by <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as you no longer needed it yeah, it dude, showed up. It showed up, and I was just like, "Fuck!" You know, Mercury must have been in retrograde yeah. or whatever. And <laughs> yeah, you know the weird thing about smoking. I remember when I was taking the pack test f- to get my red card to fight federal wildfires, and I had a friend who was in the military. When they had to do PT to run the mile to test out, they would say, "If you smoke, go ahead and fire one up before you take off because it just preps your lungs." I have no idea why, but it would be worse had you not done it. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. Maybe it loosens them up. Maybe keeps I the think, f- keeps the phlegm from coming. I think coming smoking up. is good for certain. Like I think they have found some health benefits of smoking, but they're like massively yeah. outweighed by the negative side effects. Like, well, do you find it odd that it like like I went hard when I smoked? I, I had three packs easy in a day. It's like if I was doing shows or tripping, it was over, and then my, I just sweated profusely. My highest, I was a two pack a spirit a day smoker, so I was uh, like yeah. that's like four pack a day basically. Yeah, but. Yeah, so I don't know. That's, you know, one of the fun things about Hippie Not Hippie is all of a sudden we talk about a ski resort <laughs> and then it ends up in a 20-minute yeah. fucking story about me getting lost on Harney Peak yeah. in South Dakota. But, yeah, I there's it, it was just, a good experience to have at 17 because it fucking sucked and it really pushed me past my physical limit and it pushed me to a place where I thought I was going to die. And I'm not going to lie. There's been like, I've had a few experiences like that in my life that literally make other experiences where I'm seeing people like melt down and I'm like, this isn't that fucking bad at all. Yeah. (laughs) This isn't shit. I had a, we were in Wyoming and it was the first time I saw the Rockies there. Yeah, were you with your Satanist hunting friend? I was my buddy, Bill. (laughs) He's literally one of my best friends. He's like, um, I've got like five people from high school that I met at that time in my life that are still like the closest people. No. Um, but he was working for the forest service out there and he, we went like six miles into the back country and just got whiskey hammered. Yeah. And the next morning, <laughs> <laughs> like I've been hung over before, yeah. but I will never forget waking up. And at the time, I think I had a, a I know I had a, a girlfriend with me and she was mad because like I was having difficulty and she's like, we got to get out of this mountain. And I was like, I, I, I gotta, and Bill's like, we got to get in the water. And that's the only way you're going to kind of sober up and direct snow runoff. Like yeah. there's pictures somewhere around the house. You can see the muscle fibers in my ribs. The water's so cold. And he goes, you can't be in longer than 60 seconds or you'll lock up and then you're done. And I was like, all right. That got done. We got down. She was just complaining so much. And I had ran out of- (laughs) She was just pissed, dude. I mean, pissed that we got drunk. 
I mean, I don't even know so many different reasons, but she wanted to get back where this story connects to yours is I had to drink water and he had some like iodine capsules that he'd given to her, but he was like, no, nah, man, also where your story connects with every human being on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to drink water. I had to drink water. You guys know about water, huh? but, but he literally looked at me and he went, nah, man, I know you like we've been together for a while. Your gut can handle this. And I was like, okay, but I don't know about hers. So I drink water directly out of a stream. After I do that, I watch a big thing of foam go right by me. And I went, that can't be good. We get in the car to drive like the the 13 hours home. Yeah. We're going through Wind River Canyon. And I go to, I got to ease one out. Like I've got the bubble gut and I go to just, I'm going to fart. And I'm just like, I'm going to let it out a little bit. I just promptly shit my pants and did not admit to it. Like, and she was like, did you fart? And I was like, no, which isn't a lie. I didn't fart. How, how long did you have to ride with shit in your pants? Uh, I had to get through the Canyon. So, I mean, maybe seven minutes sitting in a little bit of mud. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. She goes, smells like you already did. And I was like, no, I didn't, I didn't (laughs) fart. And I just kept reminding myself that I did not fart. And I got in. I had to throw those away. It was just terrible. But yeah, that was, I, I ended up, I found out later I had Jardia. Oh, like from did? that, yeah, it got in my gut. The nice. bacteria got in there and just started flushing no, me I'm out. I'm not going to lie, man. Like if you were on my Oregon Trail team, I feel like you would die somewhere yeah. around like <laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from Oregon to Nebraska, that's a pretty good run. Wow. You think that you, so you, you played reverse Oregon trail. Is that what they had in Kansas where you're like, no, we want to go back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were probably just a few years before Oregon trail. Did you play Oregon trail as a kid? I didn't play it, but I remember it. I, oh God. Getting bit by rattlesnakes. I remember that. I like that. You're like, I didn't play it. I just watched the other kids. It was, yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Yeah. Wild times. You'd heard about the Oregon Trail? I got No, I I remember <laughs> seeing it on the like I remember seeing it on the computer. Very like old time computer and the green fucking like right. frontier people, but So you're at A Base and it's Christmas. <laughs> oh god damn, yes. <laughs> god damn. How far did we go? We got about 30 minutes into something and then back. It reminds me of my show last night where I just stopped and went, well, I never told that before. <laughs> um <laughs> So, yeah, we were at A-Basin. We go to pack everything up. Uh, Everything's good. We get back in the car, hugs, high fives, and we drive home. Uh, Also, I didn't mention this. We were one of the last cars to get through the pass that morning before they shut it down. Like, they literally were like, no one can go on here because it's too dangerous. They opened it back up. Run show pass the pass. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so we get home. Everything's fine. We unpack. I was... Like telling Marciana, I was like, you know what? I'm pretty stoked. Like we had a great day. We got all the way home. We made it home before dark and, uh, you know, we got everything unpacked from the car. Like what a perfect day. What would have made it better was if I was able to just chill, leave everything packed, leave everything packed. And not get into it. And then we would have just, we'd watch some television. We'd had a good night. Yeah, but you got to pack. You got to unpack. You got to do that stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll be worrying about it. That's exactly what it was. So I start unpacking stuff. And I, 
I told Marcy, I was like, I'm not going to unpack everything. I just want to get some of this. So it's how not... long had the shit been in your pants this time? Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no poop this time. Um, <clears throat> so I get, start going through stuff and there's a point where as I'm taking inventory of everything, I realize I'm like, I, I find three gloves, but there were four. And I was like, Hey, do you know, do you know where my, cause you have a backup pair? Well, I had liners and then I had my ski gloves and I, I was like, Marciana, I was like, have you seen like one of my gloves? Is there put somewhere? Ooh, you made a big mistake there because this is one thing that I've learned. What's that? Don't, if you're like us and lose shit all the time. Don't ask. Don't ask your significant other if they have seen it or. Yeah. Because like, literally I'm like, I can't find my key. And she's like, really? I can't find your fucking key again? Yeah. You know? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like the thing, and she's like, it's the thing we do every fucking day. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, the key. The fucking. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, by the way, I feel like I should go maybe get my key because <laughs> it really bugs people when they see my key. What do you mean? My car key. Oh, because it's so fucked up? And wow, it turns out that, uh, it turns out, AJ, that actually I have my key right what? here. <laughs> what in the fuck? Is that gum? That is a piece of double-sided tape with only one side removed, so it's thick. Because literally, well, as anyone who drives my car, and especially the young valet boys. Oh, God. They go, it hurts me fingies. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, was there a fob attached to this at any time? Well, yeah, it like broke, the fob broke off and literally, so this is what I realized though, is that I, two days ago, the memory came up of me getting the car. Yeah. And this is the key that I got with the car and there was actually an uncut key and it was like $35 to go get a brand new key that would work with the fob and everything. And I was like... Such a poor comic at the time. I was like, $35? Fuck that. <laughs> this has been my car key for seven... Jesus. Seven years. Dude, and, it, it honestly... And I, and I lose it every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You should put a fucking... You should macrame one of your hemp necklaces and, for, and put that for, thing on there. For those of you that are just listening at home. It is just a, it is literally the key without the back on it. Like imagine Jesus. if you snapped. Yeah. It looks like a crucifix that a Catholic fucking <laughs> runs through when they're, when they're doing their fucking. All right. So you can't find the glove. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you found your key. Yeah. No, I had so, to, sorry. That was an important part of the story yeah, that we so had to get into. The spiral uh, is what happened. I'm going through trying to prep everything. And then I, I go, Marciana, have you seen one of my gloves? Or do you remember seeing it somewhere? And she goes, oh God. She goes, I asked you if you had both your gloves. And I was like, I do not remember that. I was like, but if I said yes, I was talking about my ski gloves because I had taken my liners off and put them in one of our bags. And she goes, oh God. She goes, Olivia found a glove on the ground, picked it up, asked anyone if they had lost one and then put it on the table. And I started to spiral, mainly because the size, it took me two weeks to find the proper size. Because oh, they, yeah, because you have different sized hands. Well, <laughs> no. AJ's got a, just, he's a tiny big. He's no. got one real tiny <laughs> hand. And one. 
a tiny big. <laughs> <laughs> That's what size the glove you wear, right? A tiny right, big. Right. Um, this is my little nub. <laughs> and this is my big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Grab him with your little hand. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Tiny hand can't turn this motherfucker. Yeah. He needs um, to use a big hand. <laughs> yeah. So it leads to this uh, this lockup meltdown where I'm just going, fuck, god damn it, fuck it. I, I had that goddamn glove for a, like a one week. I had one week, I had it fucking, and so I'm spiraling. But instead of internalizing it, I'm just saying it out loud so I can try to release it. Meanwhile, Marciana is taking it as blame, and now she's locking up. And I'm... Now feeling like an asshole. Oh, it, you're definitely, you are. Yeah. You're well, total so, prick. so I'm, yeah, just fucking <laughs> feeling bad. And I just said, like, I went into the room. So that's tried why to calm she down. was so mad about me spilling coffee on the mixer is that you handled that better than, than you losing your own fucking glove. <laughs> yeah. That, well, <laughs> that could be. <laughs> yeah. I handled the mixer being fried way more than a single left-handed glove being lost. But holy shit, maybe the glove, maybe you learned from the glove experience and that helped. Maybe we saw, maybe we saw growth. Maybe that could have been, but. I, yeah, so I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, it's embarrassing how I handled it. Like I, I had a meltdown out loud. Then she took it personally. It was unintended. I got embarrassed about how the way I handled it. So I was like, I'm going to take a nap. I'm exhausted. So did you do Christmas tacos this year? No, that was, we did, uh, were you planning to do it? No, we did, uh, we did. When we it, were, when we were roommates, we used to always do uh, Christmas tacos. Yeah. That's a Marciana's family. That's a tradition, but we did a base and burritos. Okay. So we made breakfast burritos and, uh, lunch burritos, but, uh, long story short beyond it, the glove was <laughs> <laughs> long story longer, uh, <laughs> to God continue this thread of, us. of back and forth. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know if anyone else has ever done this where, like, you just do something or you get worked up and then you react in a way that you're not happy with. And I'm not good at apologizing right away because I have to stew in it. And I went out into the living room. She was watching a program that I didn't want to watch. So I was like, fuck it, I'll go to the bedroom. Uh, I ended up on Christmas passing out at 545 angry while she stayed on the couch and then she passed out. So for two more days... We were just like walking by each other going, hey, how are you? And Wow. that So that's good. I mean, wh what I told my therapist was what I believe the way that Marcian and I both handle like these things. We don't, neither of us like the confrontation of arguing. So I think both of us kind of stop and we've both said at times like stop poking because I don't want to say something that I'm going to regret later. Yeah. Uh, the best part about it was the apology that happened two days later, though, when like we both kind of reasoned like how'd she apologize to you? She oh man, I started so we hugged. Oh oh, you you had to. I had to apologize. Well, I felt bad about how I, I wasn't blaming her. I'm fucking kidding, AJ. Obviously, oh. you needed to apologize. You got mad at her for not understanding your stupid her. glove talk. No, I got mad that the glove had been lost. It was a situation, not. And I can see what she said. She goes, well. She goes, I took it personally because I was holding your glove. And then I just went, yeah. No, I mean, I so, have, dude, I have lots of dumb things like that that I'll get mad about. And yeah. then, and then you realize that it's like, you just, just shut the, you just, yeah. Shut, 
shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta let, like, there's a moment where you have to, like, let the emotion run through and then deal with it later. Like, yeah. you know, you go to your own timeout corners. But the one thing I love about the relationship that Marcian and I have is how we handle it afterwards. Because it's just like comics. Like, we were in the kitchen. She put her arms out. We hugged. It was very sweet. And then I said in her ear, very sweetly, I said, I'm sorry, you can't keep track of my shit, and you ruined Christmas. <laughs> and then she said, I'm sorry, you're an inemotional prick. <laughs> and I said, I'm sorry, you don't know how to control things. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're so irresponsible that I can't trust that I can buy something. You can't and leave then we your laughed. gloves anywhere around right. her. Yeah, right. okay. But that was, I think that was the beauty and the one thing that I appreciate most about our relationship no, is like, I mean, it's when hearing that will, you know, make it a lot easier to explain to our listeners when you get stabbed yeah. <laughs> by your wife. We'll be like, Marciana stabbed AJ this yeah. week. And they'll be like, oh, cool. Oh, yeah. What did he, what did he go yeah. say to her after this fight? That I wasn't an actual apology. Yeah. I would say, uh, you're like, you know, I, the thing I love yeah. about. I'm My relationship is, it's like a relationship with comics. Nobody ever really apologizes. No. Well, you try to express it through the only way you can. And that's, Rick Kearns was talking about this last night at the club where he's like, yeah, sometimes you say the edgiest or harshest thing in a way that only comics understand. Yeah. You know? That it's not. Yeah. Real. But if my wife, honestly, if my wife stabbed me and then two days later there was an apology, I know what I would say. I would say, I'm sorry. You don't know how to hit a major artery into this shit. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're not even good at stabbing. Yeah. yeah. You're a you're a bad stabber. Maybe you should go to stabbing school yeah. and try again. You know what? Um, we should probably start this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no shit, man. I, this well, has been fun though. We're well, almost an episode in. We have a new we have a new segment. What is it? Oh no, bad segment. Oh man, and we have a new soundboard, and we're hitting yeah, buttons. Yeah. Uh, we have a new segment. Yeah, this is the uh, hippie not hippie. Holy oh, shit, that applause that doesn't stop. That goes forever. Man, they loved it. They did. Massive uh, applause, bro. <laughs> Standing ovation. Now, uh, we realized that when we were talking about the shoes last time, you know, and what's hippie or not hippie, we we're like, oh man. What if this was funnier and not so slow? <laughs> <laughs> what if this didn't drag what if, on? What if we liked this? Yeah. <laughs> when we had to watch it when we were editing. What if we enjoyed it? Yeah. Uh, so uh, welcome to the Hippie Not Hippie lightning round. That's, is that lightning? No. Is there lightning? Man, that would be great if it's like... Welcome to the Hippie Not Hippie Lightning, lightning Round. round. What, the, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> uh, can you hit that again? <laughs> Welcome to the Lightning Round. Yeah. Hippie. Uh. <laughs> That's... Welcome to... The Munchkin Round. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Nitrous World. <laughs> Jesus so, Christ. So this is how the lightning round works. Uh, I say something. Uh, 
and then uh, I'll say whether I think it's hippie or not, and then AJ will say whether he thinks it's hippie or not, and then we he'll say something, and whether it's hippie or not, and I'll say whether, and we will go back and forth. This is the should we should we do it where one person says something and the other person responds before? Oh yeah, maybe we shouldn't. Yeah, like that's a bad. Yeah, yeah. Here we are. Lightning round. All right. Uh, first thing, uh, I would then, like a bolt of lightning sound. That would be kind of. We'll we'll get we'll get one. All right. right. Can't have everything right away. So, lightning uh, round. Yeah. All right. Dingleberries. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> ah, dingleberries. Uh, fuck. Man, I had one today. It was stuck to both sides of my cheeks, and it was like a poop net. Ah, oh, fuck, dude. It's like I, pushing a shit through a net this morning. Dingleberries. I'm going to go hippie. Hippie, for yeah, sure. I'm I going think hippie, hippie on that. But I know, I think it might just be a long hair thing, but they're gross. They're in your butt, and they involve Long hair. butt hair thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, no. I, all right. So, wow. hey, everybody. Dingleberries, hippie. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. That's right. You pull one out of your ass this morning, you're a fucking hippie. Wow. I was not expecting dingleberries right out of the bat. Boxer shorts. Uh, not hippie. Yeah, I'm not gonna hippie. Say, I'm going to say freeballing's hippie. Yeah, but I feel like maybe boxer shorts are a baby step into being a freeball because you're, you've yeah. got less support, so you're kind of did adjusting ever, to it. Did you ever freeball? Yeah. Yeah, I still do occasionally. Yeah, I did for a long time just because I couldn't have, like, I... <laughs> I couldn't afford Walmart's, underwear. <laughs> Walmart stopped taking your dirty underwear back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, just because I know a life hack doesn't mean that I feel comfortable executing it yeah. long term. Uh, yeah. But no, I definitely did do that one time, and it was great. But no, I, I was like, fuck washing underwear. Yeah. Who needs to do that? So I just freeballed it for... I think that... And man... Obviously, the fear with freeballing is uh, if you end up with a dingleberry, then you got it on the jeans. And I don't I don't always like to wash my jeans day to day. Sometimes I get a week or so out of them before I wash them. See, this is the thing. I was still doing that. Doing what? <laughs> <laughs> like, You're still dingleberry in no, the jeans? Oh, yeah. I'd freeball oh. in a pair for two weeks, man. <laughs> shake, right. them, shake them out, dude. Yeah. Jeans don't... Jeans are... I don't know. They're antibacterial, right? That's something I believe. Yeah. That's not true. <laughs> All right. Uh, cups. Like uh, just like a, a drinking cup or a jock cup? What type of cup? Just a cup. Just a cup. Just a cup. <laughs> <laughs> Talk it out. Talk it out. What's what's happening? What are you so doing? I got a I got an idea here. Um, I mean, I think there's definitely cups that are that are hippie. Yeah, I mean, d- decorative cups, collectible cups. Uh, I remember one time. Oh God, here we go. Meltdown. That, that, well, yeah, didn't I? I moved uh, your. Sancho's. I moved your cups. <laughs> yeah. When we were roommates, I moved. Yeah. Uh, I you, moved one of AJ's. Or I did. I use your cup. I, I can't remember. This is another embarrassing moment and where you got to watch me click a couple times. Where I was like, did you see that collectible cup? AJ had like a spiral and he's like, where the fuck? And then like I had the cup or something. He's like, that cup is a collectible. Yeah. It, or no, it was in the wrong place because I specifically yeah. remember that after that, and it's still down there, there's a shelf in the cupboard that is labeled AJ's collectible cups. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> because after AJ spiraled, yeah. my comic way of dealing with it was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna put a label on your cups then. Yeah. So everybody knows. I, don't drink out of these. They're just fucking collectible cups in the cupboard. It's so bad the way my brain works because it, things like that have to happen sometimes for me to understand that you know, they're not as important as my brain thinks it is because I also take up so much real estate when I get something, I'm like, oh, I have to always know where that is. And to be honest, those cups were something that were free when I went to the venue. Yeah. No, I, so I've been having, why I brought up cups is I've been having a real cup crisis lately. Oh, I know. We, <laughs> coffee cups. Yeah. Well, no, the coffee cup. But here's here's the here it gets even thicker than this man because I like I'm like Megan just keeps acquiring fucking cups like just cups and cups and cups and cups so is I've it, been talking I've been talking to friends in long-term relationships and I'm like is this a thing with women where they just keep collecting collect cups that. and cups and cups and you're a hoarder so I'm guessing you and Marciana probably I, have a thousand cups we do have a lot of cups and then it's like dish sets also and coffee cups and things like that oh, yeah that, well I've been talking to a lot of friends and literally two of the first like guys that I asked for I was like yeah do you have this problem with cups they're like oh yeah dude oh yeah wow she brings them they're like you just here's what you do once a month you just throw one away <laughs> <laughs> This is going to cause so many problems <laughs> when your significant other hears this. So, yeah. So Cuz now they're going to they're going to keep an inventory on these or, cups. No, I'm I'm not that dumb. I wouldn't throw them away. I'm going to fucking break them. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> oops. Yeah, no. I get one oops a month yeah. and that's how we keep So, uh so I'm going to say um I'm going to say mm, I'm I'm going not hippie on cups. I'm going not hippie too on cups. So, cup cup bears out there, you're in the clear. Yep, because um, hippie is definitely a negative connotation. I. <laughs> but I, I do feel like there are elements to cups that could be hippie. Um, like if it was a specific, like a ten cup, maybe hanging off a backpack. Yeah, I mean. I, I th I think any cup made of wood, <laughs> any uh, sort of like yerba mate yeah. <laughs> cup, any cup that you that that comes with its own filtered straw, yeah, you know, uh, I don't know, but yeah, I. Okay, we're learning here. Yeah. Um. Okay. So this is kind of on the same vein, but I'm gonna go uh, thermos. Thermoses are for work. Fuck no, they're not hippie. <laughs> yeah, not hippie. <laughs> oh, valid. Valid point. Pajama pants. Ooh. Man, I this might come out strange. I'm going pajama pants hippie. No, I think so too. I think hippies wear pajama pants as actual pants. I've seen a lot of pajama pants on Shakedown Street. Yeah. A lot. And I mean, if I'm seeing them, it means you're out in the world in them. Yeah. And I'm going to say hippie. The difficult part for a man, if you're if you're living that hippie lifestyle and you've got the pajama pants on with the opening in the top and you lose the button, but you're free balling, uh, your little guy gets out there every now and again. You have pajama pants with buttons? 
Yeah, in the front where you button it up and then you open oh, it. Oh, the little P part. Yeah. Yeah. A little. Sometimes it's got like a little, you know, like a regular, like a flannel button. No, I've definitely had those. And then, yeah, I've definitely had the problem. I did have a pair where the button broke when I was out and I realized that I was <laughs> taking a peek. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. Hey, get out of there, buddy. Sorry yeah, about that. Like, I was like, whoa, it's yeah. a little chilly. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm respectable, but he's curious. Okay, so we agree on pajama pants. This is good. For those of you at home, we just spent five minutes <laughs> trying to remember the second thing that AJ said because we couldn't fucking remember it. Holy shit. And we still can't. God. All right. Short-term memory test for you at home. What was the second? What was the first thing that AJ said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> blue jeans. We're getting into a lot of clothes. It's a tough one. Pajama pants, blue jeans. It's almost like we're looking at things in the room. Yeah. I, I hate to say, it, you look down and we're like pajama pants. Like cup. Cup. I looked down and I was like, I have jeans on. <laughs> I won't forget what I'm wearing. Uh, I'm going to say that's a tough one. Yeah. It's a, it's probably open for a big debate. Well, cause here's the thing. I think jeans originally were like a working class thing, but you know what? I'm going to say not hippie because I think hippies actually like bell bottoms usually weren't made out of jeans. Some of them were. Some of them were, but, but I'm going to say I, if we're going to, if, if I'm going to give a fucking whole fabric to these yeah. dirty fucking hippies. <laughs> uh, then I'm going to have to say it's corduroy. Well, yeah. I mean, that was going to be the next on the list. Corduroy was easy. Um, but no, I'm going to say no on that. Gosh, that's, yeah. I mean, I, I probably shouldn't have said this, but uh, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of videos where with a lot of people that claim to be hippies or like old dead videos and stuff like that. A lot of them are wearing blue jeans. Yeah, but I think everybody was wearing blue jeans at the time. That's true. But then that's also the the category of uh, when hippies came around, that was the style. Yeah, but uh, I'm not, I think jeans, people were have been wearing jeans. I mean, turn around, let me see. when My this, butt? Yeah, turn around, show me your ass. Okay. You have headphones on. Let me see. What do I got? Levi's? Oh, it just says Denizen from... He's got stretchy jeans on. <laughs> <laughs> he's I get got to, jean spandex on. Yeah, it's... Well, I mean, dude, it's winter. I'm going to be a thick boy. No, I, uh, I I love those. That's how yeah. That's how I'm like, oh, I know what those are. Yeah. It doesn't have the date on the Denizen because that's like new shit. So. Yeah, and Denizen is also... I feel like the Denizen is... Uh, that's the polite way of them going, you might be a husky boy. Yeah, no. Well, I like... To have room to grow. Yeah. I, yeah. My weight fluctuates throughout the day yeah. even. I do, <laughs> I do the same thing. You know, sometimes I gain a, a belt loop. Sometimes I lose one. Yeah. You know. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. On, on blue jeans, I am not – I don't yeah. have a solid opinion. I'm lost in the middle. Um, well. Because uh, I started thinking, I'm like, well, what about button flies? Like, this might be something we have to dive into. Because you're not giving them to you're not, you don't want to say it's blue jeans or hippie, but I'm not a hundred percent ready to I'm say it's say, not. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just mark a tie here. Okay, and uh, we're gonna have to take it to the internet. Yeah, well, Do let's you think the, jeans are hippie or not. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll get a poll going, and uh, and then we'll report on the next and then episode. We'll dance on it. That's right. 
So, something really cool uh, that happened to me was uh, I got to go see the Nuggets play from the second row on the floor. Whoa. Yeah. Dude, I've never seen an NBA game. It's one of my to-do lists. Never? It's my, nope. It's my bucket list. I've never seen an NBA game. I'll take you to a basketball game. Yeah. Um, anyway. But anyways, so it was, it was fucking awesome. I'd never been that close before, and it was like... I felt like I had snuck in a little bit, you know, yeah. like I didn't want, so these tickets, like, uh, Megan got them, uh, from her brother through his work, but like, uh, they're $900, I think they're $900 a Jesus. ticket. Well, yeah, that's where all the, like, all the Hollywood stars yeah. are always right the there The guy the next to me has like $40,000, like worth of jewelry on, I'm guessing, <laughs> like literally just, he's just covered in in diamonds oh wow you know and uh i know he doesn't look like how my like my imagination just has him like he's just covered head to toe he looks yeah. like <laughs> he's made <laughs> he's wearing diamond yeah. clothes no but everybody you know everybody there's super rich and what's funny is you go in beforehand and they have uh like it's it's a fancy buffet basically like there's fucking there's chicken fingers on this buffet yeah you know? so it's funny to me to watch like people wearing forty thousand dollars worth of jewelry, like eating, eating chicken tenders. fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. So they're separating you from the peasants. Oh yeah, you're totally separated from the peasants. Everything's free. You you park like basically right in, in the front, and then walk like a hundred feet, and you're into the stadium. And you walk in, and they're like, "Oh, you know, like they actually like care about you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you walk in, they're like, "Oh, la la la," you know. And then uh, so is that like open bar? open bar and open buffet and the buffet they have like all these meats and cheeses and mac and cheese and bratwurst and stuff but it's like funny so there's this woman that looks like literally Cruella DeVille like she's got like big old furs on and like <laughs> big diamonds and everything and she came and sat down next to Megan and I and I just loved watching her eat chicken fingers <laughs> Just because she looked like she shouldn't be doing it? Yeah, it was just fun to watch, like, literally someone who looks like, oh, I'm very wealthy, you know, but, oh, I like ketchup with my chicken fingers. <laughs> I think that would make it better if they were, like, in the shape of dinosaurs. But it was a great game, and it was, like, awesome to um, – Jokic had a triple-double, and uh, which is when he scores over – scores 10 or more in, in – Three cat and you know points, assists, and yeah. rebounds. But uh, yeah, it was a great game, and it was fun because I could you can hear the players like talking shit to each other. <laughs> oh wow! And you can watch the whole like because there's definitely a game going on like with the shit talking that you don't get to see at home when you're in the stands. Oh yeah, and you can hear them talking shit, and it's really funny. But then what's funny is like you see them arguing with the refs on TV, and they always look like so mad. But what you don't hear is that actually because if they have anger in their voice yeah like they'll get a technical so they're like so animated and mad and they're like actually i'm just i'm i'm i just wish will you explain to me why you made you made that call will you just explain to me why why you made that call right there why did you do this no 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 i just need to understand why yeah. you did this yeah and you're watching like the gi most giant people you've ever seen in your life be so animated yet calm and it's just i found it hilarious well that's got to be another thing like you're that close you really feel feel the towering of these tall people oh yeah no and they're so fucking fast man it was unreal and yeah i mean 
I yeah, I was like, I need to do this more. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got bit by the sitting bug. This close is. I mean, I like going to games and sitting far away, but yeah, yeah. I man, it's gonna really sting being in the three hundreds next time I'm there after being in the two. <laughs> yeah, you know, and like, but yeah, free drinks the whole time. Grey Goose had a thing there where they were, you know, uh, giving away free drinks with Grey Goose, but then they also had cups. <laughs> so Megan doesn't even drink and uh any it has been sober for like the last year or whatever and like she just goes over and uh <laughs> just starts gathering cups. Well no, all of a sudden she comes back to the table and she's got fucking cups and I'm like what the fuck? It's fucking cups. Two cups in Is like, there fluid in it? Is she got no, drinks? just two empty two cups? empty plastic wine glasses that say like they have gray goose geese on them. Gotcha. And so I'm like, God damn it. So she literally hauls these cups around for the collector's whole items. fucking game. She gets these cups right when we're there and keeps them there. And then the, the cups that you get your drinks in are these metal cups with the Nuggets logo on them. Do so, you keep those? Oh, she kept that too. And then we're walking out and they have these fancy gift bags. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, do we get one of those? And they're like, they're only for season ticket holders. And I'm like, well, the seats are sitting in our season tickets. You know, and she's like, oh, then you, you get one. And we get them and we get home. And we open it up. Full of cups? Fork. (laughs) (laughs) So in one fucking night, dude, we picked up seven more fucking cups, man. Seven, seven more fucking cups. That's excessive. That's an excessive excessive amount of cups. There's too many cups in this world, all right? (laughs) Like, think of how many people there are and think of how many of them have over 30 cups. Oh, God. How many cups do you think there are in just America? Wow. I bet there's over, there's billions, billions of cups. This is what we need to be worried about. This is the real. You know what you could do to help that? The real climate crisis. (laughs) Reusable Nalgene bottles. Cups are reusable, too. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, no shit. That's true. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? Uh. But yeah, so I picked up more fucking cups. I went to, yeah. Wow. And then I was like, man, these season ticket holders, I bet at the end of the season, they're like, we have, yeah, I bet that's, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be exposing myself because maybe that's what I, oh, AJ. (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't be exposing myself. Hey, AJ. (laughs) It makes it sound like I exposed myself. You you know how you got me a present for Christmas. Uh, I have. Four presents for you downstairs. <laughs> I have a feeling they're cups. <laughs> yeah, you collectibles. Ever, you ever been to a basketball game? Well, let's get you. Let's get you in the zone. You need four Nuggets martini glasses, don't you? Those I'm actually excited about. I'm gonna get rid of old cups and keep those. Keep but, the martinis. Well, yeah, because I, you know me, fancy. Yeah, I'm not a hippie. <laughs> drinking, drinking, <laughs> drinking water out of a martini glass. So, yeah, and then you uh, you had a big uh, big anniversary here. I did have a for the new year. Right? Yeah, twenty twenty three was a big one. Uh, turned over nine years of sobriety. Nine years without booze, buddy. Yeah, how it's did it one. feel to have people like that? You stopped doing something bad for you more than the than you headlining the club. I know that's the <laughs> that's the. That's the 
it's kind of the weird thing where it's like sometimes like I'm glad that people are like, hey, look at you doing well and we're proud of you. But it's also like, man, I must have been a real piece of shit. Well, it makes me hate uh, it makes me hate our culture a little bit because the fact that we're so gung ho to be like, yeah, you quit drinking. You know, we're so fucking proud of you for that. But it's like maybe if society was proud of you for all the other shit you were trying to do your whole fucking life, yeah. maybe you would have never had a fucking problem with drinking in the first place. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there is there's an aspect we to love, that. But. We love, like, we love after people have fucking, we love the return, you know? But if you're just trying, like, to do well and be, people are like, fuck you. Yeah. But they're like, they're like, what? You almost lost it all. You hit this thing called rock bottom. Yeah. And now you've managed to recover. Fuck but, yeah. We love that. Like my, when I post in February, my quit smoking anniversary, and I'm guessing I post that for the same reason that you do, you know, for the attention. And well, no, <laughs> mine is accountability. Yeah. Well, mine is, mine is accountability, but the main reason is to, to let people know, uh, cause I smoked cigarettes with a lot of people to let people know that like someone even is crazy addicted as me can fucking that's, quit. Yeah. Know? And that's part of it. Like, uh, and a lot of people reach out to me every year after that post, like, how did you do it? Or they want advice. And I've, I've helped yeah. a ton of people, you know? Yeah. And Which, I, by the way, if you want to quit smoking, I will hit me up. I'll, yeah. I'll fucking tell you. I've, how. No. I've definitely gotten that on my anniversary days. And sometimes like months after when people see the post, um, they will reach out and go, Hey, uh, I've been trying to quit. Uh, I've tried it a few times. I've had some struggles, uh, what did you do? And then, you know, usually I'll talk to a couple of different people a year that maybe it helps them, maybe it doesn't, but yeah. that that's part of it. Letting people know that, hey, these are the struggles I had. And that's why I posted what I did this year. Like I, on my post, I gave a list of the things that I knew that I was doing inappropriately and yeah. that like I gave up by just stopping one simple thing. Yeah. But like if I was going to post like, hey, I've drank for 25 years and never gotten a DUI. Well, then, yeah, you're not really a, you're not really a star player. You're no. Just, should anybody should anybody celebrate? Like, shouldn't people celebrate that? I mean, so you've, <laughs> here's the thing. You've drank for 25 years and not gotten a DUI. But have you have you drank for 25 years and driven drunk every time? No, because I made a responsible choice that like but, I wasn't going to drink and drive. Right, so that's what ever. it is. But but so not getting a DUI doesn't matter because you didn't get in the game. Well, yeah, man. Because if you get one of those, then you have to quit. <laughs> I can't. I, I when I guess what keeps me from becoming from ever hitting rock bottom is literally like anytime I get bad with drinking, I'm just like, whoa, dude. You better dial this back or you might have to fucking quit. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. Like, <laughs> I I mean, this is slightly embarrassing, but people that were around me at that time know this. I got in trouble. Like, my rock bottom, I think, was basically in 07. I stayed in the game for seven more years. Oh, yeah. Most of the people I know quit after they get a DUI. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want that to be the reason that I quit. Like my whole thing was like I needed to, I needed to want to quit for Did myself. Did you still drink and drive for seven more years? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I dude, I was going hard. Like I, I remember this is terrible, but I remember driving down four thirty five at seventy miles an hour, so hammered. 
I opened the driver's seat, told the person that was in the passenger seat to hold the wheel why I threw up. So I wasn't like a great guy. <laughs> yeah. No. So, but for the most part, people that I, knew me for a while, you know, like I was I'm a man, lot of fun. But I mean, yeah, I, I was like near the end. I don't I got, know. That I, sounds pretty kick ass to me. It does. Sound, hold the wheel while I hold peek the out wheel. the door. I mean, hold that's, the, that's pretty gangster, hold, dude. I mean, it's like hold the wheel while I peek out the fucking door. Hold on, Morrison's in town. <laughs> Do you want it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that was a big one for me. Uh, I got to celebrate with uh, some sober friends. Uh, did three nights of the string cheese incident at the Mission Ballroom, which was that was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, the first night, the string cheese was actually inducted to the Colorado Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which was nice to be a part of. Yeah, along but, with, um, I don't know who else is in there, but it's not a very impressive list. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he was. They fucking just made it fucking burn. Well, I thought it was cool. Um, uh, and uh, how who who's all in the Colorado Music Hall of Fame? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, no, what the fuck was that? <laughs> That kind of no, sounded I'm like cheese there's, a little. There's a lot. There's, yeah, it is. It's the string cheese incident. But yeah, I love it. You're like, hey. That band that I spent hundreds of dollars to see for three days sounds like the stock music on the <laughs> Roadcaster Pro 2. Uh, it was a great night. All three nights. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give praise to Marciana. Did you do any drugs? No. No. I was cleaned up the whole time, buddy. It's yeah? Clean machine. Okay. Yeah. Well, also, like. No, no mushrooms? Nothing. It was totally exhausting. Like yeah. we were both wiped out, so I mean, just it was really just just uh, just Wellbutrin, <laughs> just, <what? laughs> just the stimulant. <laughs> I was yeah, I was zonked on Wellbutrin, um, but it was uh, yeah, man, nothing. Like it was it was good. The first night I think was the first and the last night was the best. I think Marziana would say her favorite night was the first night, less people, uh, so a little bit more intimate. Second night, more people. And by the third night, New Year's Eve, I mean, it was oversold. It was amazing. But it was cool. Uh, Marciana passed out the the second night. Yeah, I saw a a picture of her sleeping. Yeah, she was so exhausted, which, I mean, good for her. She worked all day and then went out. And some people are like this. No, and she's like, why should I stay up for this guy that fucking will maybe freak out if he loses a mitten tonight? It's the shittiest part about my brain. I try to explain that to people. Like, it's hard. Like, I I know it, but my brain process is lost the same. So, like, if I was to lose a child or a glove, my brain is going to react the same way until a day later when I go, it's not the same. Yeah. You know. Well, speaking of music. Clearly, a kid is replaceable. Speaking of music, I I made a... uh, I made a new song this week. I've been making songs again. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, yeah, I wanted to uh, play it for you. Okay. And and see see what you think. Okay. Let me see if I can find it. Is this uh, old Bluetooth dead? Yeah. All right. 
beat. You want to, once you find it, oh, you want to. Uh, Should be gone. I think it sounds pretty good, but I will say this: pretty anti-political, which uh, very hippie. Oh no! Auto tune? You think uh, auto tune? No, I don't hippie? think. I'm just talking uh, anti-establishment. Yeah, you know. But auto tune, I don't think is. If hippie. you want to be the boss, you shouldn't be the boss. Beep 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 president. <laughs> That was my favorite because it just made me think of a like a pee pee president. Like I'm the president of pee pee. No, dude, I made that song with my buddy, and I woke up the next day and I was like, "Was that a fever dream?" <laughs> <laughs> 
But, oh uh, man, yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, uh, there's a. I'm gonna be putting out a song a month. I think is the goal. So yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for those. Uh, yeah. Well, shit. Yeah, I don't know. This has been a fun episode. I think yeah. what might be kind of cool is maybe we can uh, instead of dialing it out with the old one, maybe we uh, maybe we can close it out with you going pee 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 present. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to everybody that has uh, supported the podcast, subscribed, and all that. Uh, we love you. Uh, tell your friends to get on the fucking bus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Zach Moss. I'm AJ Finney. And this is Hippie. Not hippie. Yeah. Man, I'll be honest. Like this, this was about my normal set time.